there and welcome back to Bat Books for Beginners. My name is Nick and today I'm looking at Batman Going Sane. This book covers issues 65 to 68 from the Legends of the Dark Knight series and it's written by Jim DiMatteis and art is by Joe Statton. And the basic premise of the book is what would happen to the Joker if Batman wasn't around? Let's find out. You know, Bats, we've been doing this little runaround of ours for years. It's been loads of laughs. But the sad fact is, none of us are getting any younger. The book opens with an act of sabotage by the Joker, who attacks a street parade and sets off a bomb in the process in a Gotham neighbourhood, killing many civilians. The Batman decides that enough is enough, and this is now the third time the Joker has appeared, and it's one too many. The Joker captures Councillor Kenner, an important city official. The Joker then lures Batman to a shed in the wilderness and pretends to shoot the Councillor, but it's just a doll. Instead, the Joker detonates a bomb as he leaves the house, and it seems to kill Batman. Joker cannot believe this. He's killed his enemy. And now he tries to figure out what to do with his life now his audience is gone. Bruce is then found washed up on a riverbed with fatal injuries and he's close to death. He's taken in by Dr. Eagles who begins to care for Bruce. They later form an attachment as he learns of her life and begins to rediscover the part of himself that existed before his parents were murdered and really begins to learn more about himself without the shadow of Batman looming over him. We later see that the Joker has taken on the name of Joseph Kerr and is now living a normal life with his skin problem solved and a job and an apartment and a girlfriend. However, glimpses of the Joker persona do jump into his life, shocking him and causing some psychological problems. And he has terrible nightmares of the life he used to live. He begins turning upon his girlfriend who is scared for his well-being and as an apology he proposes to her and she accepts. Batman then returns to Gotham once he is fully healed and he also appears to Commissioner Gordon. He's on a mission to track down the Joker, who has mysteriously vanished. Batman tries to find the plastic surgeons who worked on the Joker, but that surgeon was killed after the operation was done. Instead he finds the man's wife who confirms his suspicions that the Joker has attempted to blend in with society. Bruce tracks down Joseph Kerr and decides to pursue him, since Joseph Kerr has left for a holiday with his fiancée. The Joker, whilst on this holiday, feels he cannot hide from the Batman anymore, and his previous persona is trying to get through. As much as he tries to move on, he can't. He reverts to his old ways and abandons his fiancée, returning to Gotham. He kidnaps Councillor Kenner again and informs the police, drawing the city's attention towards him, to let Gotham City know the Joker is back. He's at sea on his boat with the hostage. Once Batman arrives, he lets her go and tries to detonate the boat they are on. The Joker tries to fly off with a jetpack, but Batman clings on and they both fall into the sea. Batman saves Joker from drowning and returns him to Arkham Asylum. We see that Rebecca Brown, his fiancée, is still wondering where Joseph Kerr is, suspecting that he's out there, troubled by his demons, and she hopes that he remembers her in his twisted mind somewhere. She's completely unaware that she was that close to marrying the Joker. But... You can't make an omelette without breaking some eggs. (laughs) 
In review, I felt this was a, a really good story. Really enjoyed it. I feel that any Joker story needs a good dose of psychology. This one certainly had it. Plenty of Joker psychology regarding what people find funny, how the Joker works, how Batman works as well. And I think you need to work on those areas in a book like this. I thought that the Joker at certain points even looked a little bit insecure for when he took um, his hostage to a cinema to watch a comedy. The hostage didn't laugh and he was not very happy about that. He needs the laughter to satisfy him. And I just felt this was another story that illustrated Batman's presence, or lack of presence in this case, on other characters. The effects that Batman can have upon characters. Some good points about the book. I really enjoy the fact that Joker likes his old-fashioned comedy films with Charlie Chaplin and so on. I thought there was a, quite a good uh, moment when Joker actually killed, thought he killed Batman, but wasn't expecting that to happen. He thought that Batman was faking it or something was going to go wrong, and he couldn't believe that he'd actually killed Batman. Of course, he didn't in the end, so he was correct. Something did go wrong. I thought there were some very good moments with Alfred when Batman has disappeared. No one knows where he is. No lines at all. It was just Alfred wandering around the Batcave on his own, looking pretty upset. Worked very well. Simplistic art. Simplistic storytelling. Good job. Uh, there was a little moment when Batman returned from his disappearance to Commissioner Gordon and spoke about how he has to hide his pain because he's Batman. He's more than just a man. And he wouldn't let Gordon see the injuries he had sustained. I really enjoyed the moments when Batman and Joker separated and went their own ways. You had two men who went their different ways and found happiness without each other. And it just makes you wonder what would happen if one of them wasn't around. And also Batman decides to pursue the Joker. If he dropped it and left it, the Joker would probably never return again. Of course that raises a moral dilemma. Should you leave the Joker alone? At least then the Joker would never return, but he also is never going to pay for his previous crimes. So you get a bit of a moral question there. I thought it was a very tragic love story, especially involving the Joker's fiancée, and I thought um, that was really well done and probably one of the best tragic love stories I think I've seen in any of these bad books so far. Because it was about the Joker wanting to do something more with his life, but unfortunately... Thanks to Batman, he ended up doing what he usually does. A few negatives were that I felt the story jumped around a bit much. We were going forward in time, backward in time, and flashbacks. It wasn't all linear, so we would jump forward a little bit, and then we would see what happened in the past, and I found it a little bit confusing at times. Maybe it would have been better to keep it slightly more linear. And I also wanted to see a bit more of the transformation of the Joker, because what we got was the typical Joker saying, right, I'm going to retire, I'm going to go and live a normal life. Next time we see him, he is a normal man. I wanted to see that transition from crazy Joker to normal man, but we didn't get to see any of that, unfortunately. It was talked about briefly, involving like the plastic surgeon and so on, but that was about it, which was a bit of a shame. I was also a bit unclear as to whether the Joker was aware of his previous life or not. It seemed that he probably was, but you could also raise a case that he wasn't aware of his previous life and had some sort of temporary amnesia. I thought that was something that was a bit unclear and, and should have been addressed. Overall though, I'd definitely give the book 4 out of 5 batterings. I do think this one slipped under a few people's radars um, as a great Joker story. I mean, it's not the killing joke, but it's not far off. It is a pretty good one. And if you're a Joker fan and haven't read this, you better go and check it out. Then why do you want to kill me? <laughs> I don't, don't want to kill you. What would I do without you? 
Go back to ripping off mob dealers? No, no. No. No, you. You complete me. So that's BBFB done for this time. Head on to the BatmanUniverse.net forums if you've got any comments or criticisms or praise you'd like to make about this segment. Any suggestions, I'd welcome it very much. And next time I'll be reviewing the much-anticipated Long Halloween by Jeff Loeb and Tim Sale. And this will be an extra long segment due to the size of the book and, of course, it's the Long Halloween. There's going to be so much to talk about. If you've got any um, emails you want to send me before then, feel free to send them to nick at thebatmanuniverse.net and maybe I'll be able to include them in the segment. But until then, this is Nick. See ya. It's over, Joker. Over? Why, my dear delusional dark knight, it hasn't even begun. <laughs>